Thanks for checking out podcasts on the gym. The latest episode of the Todd Bromelkamp Show with Alex Kuhn starts now. history leading the only team to reach the postseason with a losing record that's Tom Brady's singular focus and immediate challenge when the season ends Brady intends to evaluate whether he'll play another and should he decide to return to the NFL whether that will be here in Tampa or elsewhere but for now he's hyper focused on defeating the Cowboys something he's done seven times without a loss in his career I think the prevailing sense around the Buccaneers right now is that this is as healthy as they've been since taking the field week one when they became the only team to defeat the Cowboys on their own field. Brady described the season as a struggle and told us, quote, I feel good about us taking the field healthy and we'll see what we can do. If we put our best out there, I like us against anybody. Are you betting against Tom Brady tonight? At home against America's team, 319-366-1600. The Todd Bravo Camp Show off and running here from the KGYN studios on the southwest side of Cedar Rapids. Isaac along with me for the next two hours. 1600 AM is where you can find us. Also on the FM side of things, 1023 FM in Cedar Rapids, 1063 FM in Iowa City and online at KGYMRadio.com. John Walters, play-by-play voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. They missed it by that much against Kansas over the weekend. He'll be with me coming up in about 20, 25 minutes. His appearance brought to you by Craig Adamson, a True Wealth Stewardship Partner. And Matt Peralt checking in from Las Vegas, one half of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour, which you can hear exclusively from 6 until 7 every Friday night right here on KGYM. Matt's going to be with me to kick off drive time tonight, the 5 o'clock hour brought to you every day by Linder Tire. I get to do a show without any weather updates unless something really hinky happens here, which is welcome to me because I'd rather talk sports than talk about the weather. There's a lot of things I don't know a whole lot about, weather being chief among them. Again, the talk and text line, 319-366-1600, is how you can reach me. I'll tell you a little bit here in the first 30 minutes or so about the weekend that I had in the Bet Rivers Blitz contest that I'm in with a couple other radio personalities, a couple people you probably recognize from Twitter as well. Personalities. It's a kind way of describing some people. I think I've been described in the past as a personality. Needless to say, it was a pretty good weekend for me in that particular contest. And it was a pretty good weekend if you're a fan of the NFL. Let's not lie. Most of those playoff games were not only good games, but they were gripping games. They kept you engaged. Are we going to get that tonight at Raymond James Stadium? Or are we due for a little bit of a clunker? 319-366-1600. Tom Brady. At home, in what could be his final game as the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Does he want to stick around and play another year? Does he want to go someplace else? Does he want to retire, spend time with that new girlfriend? 
Deputy Scott, if you've spent any time on social media, you've probably seen some photos of the new girlfriend. Or do the Dallas Cowboys go on the road as a short favorite tonight and punch their ticket to advance in the postseason? Mike McCarthy, are you? Let's put it this way, folks. The choice is to side with either Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, or Mike McCarthy. Does that make it easier? Or does it seem a little bit too easy tonight? I don't know what to think about this game. That's why I'm looking forward to uh, talking with Matt. Now, Matt is a Boston guy. Matt Peralt, who's going to be with me at 5 o'clock tonight. He tends to skew Tom Brady, Patriots-centric. So, I don't know. If he's going to convince me that Tom Brady is the play tonight, I find it very difficult to figure this game out at this point. I have my own bias as somebody who never really cottoned to Mike McCarthy in the first place. I can't see Dallas going on the road and winning this game. We'll see. I, I Initially, as I sit here at 4.09 on a Monday afternoon, I'm thinking that Tampa wins this game tonight. 319-366-1600. Tom Brady, by the way, We've got some interesting numbers and statistics we'll get to with Tom Brady. College basketball, crazy weekend in college basketball, including something that happened for the first time on Saturday since 2011. Now, I know that's the tail end of the Licklider, start of the Fran McCaffrey era, so if you're a Hawkeye fan, you probably men in blacked those years where they hold up the pen light and you don't remember anything about college basketball from that era. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit as well. Hawkeyes taking down the Maryland Terrapins at Carver Hawkeye Arena yesterday. We'll get to some of what Fran McCaffrey had to say after that victory. Up next, it's the Northwestern Wildcats this week at Carver Hawkeye Arena. 319-366-1600. I'll try my best to get to your texts as well. Phones are open. Isaac's looking forward to chatting with you. I'm going to bring Isaac in here coming up in just a little bit as well because I want to get his thoughts on this game tonight. That's our poll question today at KGYMRadio.com. We're simply asking you who you think will win, Tampa Bay or Dallas. Poll question is sponsored every day by Hawkeye Title and Settlement. You can find them at Highway 1 West in Iowa City. Here are some of the statistics that I pulled earlier today with regard to Tom Brady. Tom Brady has won his last Ill, uh, his last four playoff games as an underdog. <laughs> He's an underdog of... Now, the last time I looked, the line was at two and a half. I, I saw it was three this morning, key number three, juiced to minus 120 if you were wanting to take Tampa Bay. Now it's down to two and a half. Underdog, short underdog nonetheless. So he's won his last four playoff games as an underdog straight up. Here's the one that I find to be interesting. Tom Brady has the best career record of any quarterback against Dallas in the playoffs in the modern era. You can go back. He's 7-0 and in the postseason, either with the Patriots or with Tampa. 7-0 against Dallas. To put that in perspective, that is a better record than the following quarterbacks. 
Joe Montana, who was 5-0 and against America's team. Bart Starr was 6-1 and against the Cowboys. And you think back to that era of the NFL in the 60s when the Packers and the Cowboys were both dominant teams. Terry Bradshaw, 5-1 and against the Cowboys. And Y.A. Tittle, former quarterback of the New York Giants, Hall of Famer, 5-1-1 and against the Giants. What's at stake tonight for Tom Brady? He can break a record held by Eli Manning. Now you're wondering, Tom Brady's got a lot of records that he's broken over the course of his NFL career. And I just read off a list of great names that he has been associated with. Joe Montana, Bart Starr, Terry Bradshaw, all Hall of Famers. Eli Manning, I I don't know whether, is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Will he be a Hall of Famer? Probably. He's got the Super Bowls. Eli Manning holds the record for most wins as an underdog in the postseason with seven. Tom Brady currently has seven, so a win tonight would give him sole possession of the record. Eli Manning and Tom Brady have won seven games in the postseason as an underdog. Joe Flacco is second on that list with six underdog victories. And Jim Plunkett with five underdog victories in the postseason. Total on the game tonight, 45 and a half at the various sports books as well. Could be a shootout tonight. I don't know. We'll see. Matt uh, Peralt is going to be with me at 5 o'clock. I think he is actually leaning to the under tonight. I think there could be some points scored. Now, the best news of all for Tom Brady is it looks like he's going to get his center back, Ryan Jensen, who was activated from injured reserve by the Buccaneers, is eligible to play tonight. He's missed most of the season. You look at what Tristan Wirfs and that offensive line have been able to do to keep Tom Brady, who's, what, 46, right? Upright and mobile. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on an offensive line in the NFL in the first place. But when you have a quarterback who is, by NFL terms, ancient, there's really a lot of pressure for you to keep him upright. I, I did look. Tom Brady's passing prop for tonight, for those of you who may be interested in sprinkling just a little bit of fast food money on some props tonight, 272 and a half yards, which is pretty much in line with his season average. Tom Brady much better at home inside Raymond James Stadium than he is on the road this season. He's averaging 6.9 yards per attempt at home as opposed to 5.7 per attempt on the road. So he plays better at home, and he's the greatest quarterback of all time going up against the genius, the tactical genius that is Mike McCarthy of the Dallas Cowboys. 319-366-1600. 319-366-1600. Ed in Iowa City, appreciating the reference to Bart Starr and that era. Yes, that is the era when the Cowboys truly were America's team. They are now either your team or not your team. I, Cowboys, I'm having a hard time figuring teams that are as disliked by fans who are not Cowboy backers, you can probably throw the Packers in there. Teams that have been successful and have had a very good run 
seem to be very public teams. Uh, you're either with them or against them, to borrow from George W. Bush. I'm look, I'm not a huge Cowboys fan to begin with. My apologies to B.J. and Marion if he's listening, but it has more to do with Mike McCarthy than anybody else. Let's go to the phone lines. Jim and Kyoto leading off uh, another week of local programming here on the Todd Brown Camp Show. Jim, what's up? Hey, a couple things. Um, wife and I made the game yesterday at Carver. Good crowd. Obviously, no students, but good crowd. Uh, they're getting better. And take your time, Patrick. Want you to better, get better, and, and we'll see you when you can. But uh, I can't let you get away calling Mike McCarthy a mastermind. So I just had to call well. in and say, now I've made my mind up. I'm going Buccaneers money line because I'm sitting here thinking, Todd, McCarthy coaching and Prescott throwing the ball on the road. I just can't put money on the Cowboys. Tongue planted firmly in cheek in calling Mike McCarthy a mastermind. But I sent you a text, too. I can't stand Brady, and I cannot stand the Cowboys. So I'm really like, oh, well, we'll just see what I can do here. Uh, You know, it's going to be one of two things tonight. I think. Tampa Bay is going to win in a close game, or or maybe Dallas blows the doors off them. I mean that that's the and two that's, possible outcomes. But I would go with Tampa winning in a close game. I just you mentioned Dak Prescott. I'll, I'll have to look and see if I can find the numbers on his interception prop tonight because I could uh, see but, him turning the ball over and and leading to a, a score or something for Tampa. And if you're getting two and a half at home and take the Bucks. Why not just go money line? I think it's plus 120. I saw uh, 130 and 128, 125, depending on what sports books you're looking at. So, yeah, you're in the neighborhood of uh, plus 125 or uh, slightly north there at the moment on Tampa. And I would agree with you. If you like the Bucks tonight, leave the two and a half there and go ahead and take the point. Now, two points, the Jacksonville. I keep going back to the Jacksonville uh, Chargers game. Yeah, some, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you get a one or two point spread, and you go, "Ah, oh, man, I'm just taking the money line." Now, you, uh, I take it you were on the Chargers. Um, uh, <clears throat> at a five game six point teaser, and oh. the only game I missed was the Chargers, and I had them at plus two and a half. So yeah. Ah, that's uh, that's gonna sting, definitely. Yeah. There, yeah. Jim. Appreciate the phone call three one nine three six six sixteen hundred. Jim did touch on the Iowa men's basketball team. They beat. Maryland yesterday at Carver Hawkeye Arena, bringing up Patrick McCaffrey. Some ambiguity as to whether or not he may be back on Wednesday night when Iowa hosts Northwestern. Gary Dolphin, apparently yesterday, I was not listening to the Hawkeye Radio Network, but the play-by-play voice of the Hawkeyes said on the air that Patrick was returning on Wednesday, and then Iowa had to clarify that. Now, apparently, Patrick mentioned to him and he was coming back on Wednesday. I don't know whether that was a lost in translation or or whether somebody spilled the beans and they were subsequently told that they shouldn't have. Maybe we see Patrick McCaffrey on Wednesday night against the Wildcats. Certainly would be a welcome addition. Although, if you're a Hawkeye basketball fan, you're looking at the team, playing pretty good right now. We'll get more into the Hawkeyes coming up in just a little bit. 319-366-1600. Trying to look at the text line out here right now. I did mention the weather earlier. 0905 says it absolutely feels like spring outside now that the front has gone through. It 
I, I left the house earlier. I said, sort of feels like March right now. And we got a little severe weather that moved through the area earlier today. Hopefully, everybody was okay and unaffected by this. I know Williamsburg and the Oxford Tiffin area sounds like there was a sighted tornado. Here's the interesting thing about KGYM, where we're at in the building. My office, the office that I share with Spencer, is one of the designated severe weather shelters in the building. So when the tornado sirens are going off and everybody in the building is looking for somewhere to shelter in place, as I'm preparing to do the show, all of a sudden I have 12 coworkers. I feel like we could have laid out some meat and cheese trays, maybe brought in some beverages, had a little party today as everybody was waiting out. Better to be safe than sorry. Waiting out the storm in the sports office as I'm furiously jotting down notes about Brock Purdy. We go from one goat to another. I, there are, I'm kidding, but there are people that are ready to put Brock Purdy in that conversation. And quite frankly, I'm not going to call him the goat, but I'm here to tell you this right now on January 16th, 2023. I think Brock Purdy is going to lead the San Francisco 49ers to a victory in the Super Bowl this year. I, it just, and my wife and I were talking about this over the weekend, and she said she compared his situation to Tom Brady when Tom Brady took over for Drew Bledsoe. I could, this is, yeah, I see the similarities, but this is different. This is the last pick in the NFL drift. Now, traditionally, how often do you see the Mr. Irrelevant pick used on a quarterback? Quarterbacks are really special position in the NFL and you get an opportunity and granted long shot Tom Brady was a sixth round draft pick that that last pick nobody talks about the the nose tackle or the defensive back that's the last pick in the draft that sometimes makes his way onto a roster but Brock Purdy winds up in a great situation in San Francisco where he's got a, a ton of useful weapons around him and a system that Kyle Shanahan uses that you can put a lot of quarterbacks in that system and have success, but the numbers don't lie. Here's where Brock Purdy, here's what he's done since he made his first start in, what was it, week 15 at the tail end of the regular season. He's thrown for 12 touchdowns. No other, he leads the NFL since his first start. 12 touchdowns, he ranks first. He's thrown for 1,245 yards. He ranks third. His 9.4 yards per game, uh, per attempt, is second among quarterbacks in that time frame. And nobody in the National Football League has a higher passer rating than his 119.4. What did he do over the weekend in that victory over the Seahawks? Eh, just a casual 18 of 30. For 332 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. That was really the only dud of any of the playoff games so far. 41-23 San Francisco. Now Seattle was hanging around. Maybe if you're like Jim and Kyoto or some of the other people who listen to the program who like to wager on these games, you were maybe a little bit nervous. Seattle was going to make a game of it, but ultimately the 49ers 
wind up pulling away. 319-366-1600. It just feels like sometimes if you've followed sports, you and most you're listening. Either the radio in your car or at work is broken or you like sports. So I'm going to assume that you guys and gals who listen to this program are a learned audience when it comes to sports. You followed sports for 20 years, 50 years, 70 years. I don't I don't care. Whatever. You just you get a feeling that sometimes I don't want to call it a team of destiny, but also, by the way, we're not exactly going out on a very thin limb here. And San Francisco is the number two seed in the NFC. I think they're capable of beating the Eagles. And I'm certainly salivating at the idea of Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, the young gun, possibly going up against Tom Brady next weekend. Tampa Bay, of course, has to beat Dallas later tonight in order for that to happen. We will have that game for you here on KGYM. We're going to join it in progress because my next guest is hosting the Cyclone Coaches Corner show this evening. We'll have John Walters joining me here in just a little bit. So look for us to join up with that game around 8 o'clock tonight here on KGYM. And again, you have an opportunity to check out KGYMradio.com. You can vote in the poll question as to who you think will win tonight. Now, we haven't had a chance to get to a lot of the other games that took place over the weekend, but is this Andrew in Cedar Rapids wants to get to the Ravens and the Bengals, which, holy smokes, hold on to your tickets at the end of that one. The uh, Depending on what camera angle you were looking at last night, it looked a little bit closer on some of those, but Baltimore darn near pulled that off. Andrew, what's up? Hey, it's a long-time listener. Thanks uh, for taking my call. The reason I called is I saw J.K. Dobbins' comments this morning basically saying that he could have scored if Lamar Jackson was the quarterback. They would have scored and won that game. Um, I know Tyler Huntley played extremely well considering the circumstances that he's had a bum shoulder the last few weeks. So kind of wanted to know your take on the – Dobbins comments that they could have scored the whole Lamar Jackson thing and just anything else. So appreciate it. All right, Andrew, appreciate the phone call. I, Yeah. I mean, that's captain obvious kind of stuff there from JK Dobbins, right? You have a former MVP in Lamar Jackson, MVP caliber player in Lamar Jackson. He's probably going to change the game there. I felt bad for, for the Ravens because you put your backup quarterback in that situation. He's trying to score a touchdown. He's ex- I saw a lot of people say football IQ. That's a very low football IQ play. Uh, the ball breaks the plane, and they review it. And if it breaks the plane, it's a touchdown. So we're not having that conversation. If he gets, I mean, you. Again, people who listen to this program, been around sports pretty much your whole lives, probably going back to when you were a little kid. They say it's a game of inches. Sometimes it's a game of inches. And Sam Hubbard, the local guy, again, sometimes with sports, you get these stories, these angles. I mean, you couldn't script this better if you were in Hollywood. Who catches the fumble? It's the Cincinnati, the the local guy, who rumbles and stumbles 99 yards or whatever they officially listed it in the box score as what turns out to be the game-winning touchdown. So you've got 
Joe Burrow, who uh, spent a little bit of time in Ames, Iowa, growing up, and another guy who spent some time in Ames, Iowa, during his formative years. How about a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl? Anybody going to say no to that right now? Other than probably Chiefs and Bills fans, 319-366-1600. That'd be a field day for sports writers here in the state of Iowa, the ones that are still left after years and years of cuts at places like the Des Moines Register. 428, Cincinnati and Buffalo, by the way. Speaking of you cannot script this, at least this game is not going to be in Cincinnati. But you're three weeks removed from having that game suspended and not finished with DeMar Hamlin appearing, by all intents and purposes, to have died before our very eyes. And I'm not being... That's not hyperbole on my part. If you've seen the play, if you I mean, everybody thought we saw something we haven't seen in an NFL game since the 70s, a player passing away on the field. Here they are, three weeks later. They're going to play a game to a conclusion with the biggest stakes of the season on the line. Lose, season's over. Win, you go into the conference championship game. Jacksonville, Kansas City is Saturday at 3.30 on NBC. The nightcap, the Giants and the Eagles at 7.15 on Fox. And then on Sunday, 2 o'clock, Cincinnati and Buffalo with the late game Sunday, either Dallas or Tampa Bay going to San Francisco to take on Brock Purdy, who at this point seems inevitable. How can you play? He's got to have an Achilles heel somewhere. Got to have We'll... I'm going to chat with John Walters in just a few minutes about this because this has been sort of a running storyline with John all season long here on the program is Brock Purdy, at least the last four four or five weeks. And, man, I can't believe he's – well, I I want to find out whether John is buying into this at this point or not. 319-366-1600. 7854 on the text line. Very happy for Purdy, but it tells you how good his receivers are by his stats. I, as I said, Kyle Shanahan's system with the, I call them toys. I mean, you've got George Kittle, you've got Debo Samuel, you've got Brandon Ayuk, you've got a lot of Christian McCaffrey. There are a lot of reasons why Brock Purdy is successful. But let's not pretend for a second that we didn't see some of the stuff when he was in Ames at Iowa State. He's a capable quarterback who can make plays, who can win games. You put NFL talent around him, suddenly he looks like an NFL quarterback. How much of it is the system in San Francisco and the talent that he's got? Could you drop him? Could you put him on the Jets and get the same results? Or, you know, any team that didn't make the playoffs? Yeah, probably not. But Dems the breaks, <laughs> to quote a former prime minister of the UK. He got drafted by the 49ers. He got drafted with the perfect scenario, the perfect team. And here he is, a couple wins away from, you want to talk about Kurt Warner in that movie, bagging groceries at High V playing in the Arena League in Germany or wherever it was, NFL Europe. I think the Brock Purdy story could be optioned as well. Maybe John's got a maybe John's got an author 
that he can collaborate with on the Brock Purdy story. We'll ask him next. 431, John Walters, the voice of the Cyclones, coming off a tough basketball loss over the weekend, 62-60 to the Kansas Jayhawks. Iowa State was not the only top 25 team to lose on Saturday. I'll tell you about that and more after this. Stick around. Todd Bromelkamp's show continuing on KGYM. It's time for a big board update on KGYM. I'm Spencer Wagon. Tony Perkins scored a career-high 22 points while Chris Murray chipped in 19 as the Iowa men's basketball team won its fourth game in a row, beating Maryland 81-67 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena on Sunday. Hawkeyes remain at home. They'll welcome Northwestern to Iowa City on Wednesday night. On the women's side, Caitlin Clark scored 27 points and dished out 10 assists as the Iowa women crushed Penn State 108-67 on Saturday afternoon Iowa City. Clark was one of five Hawkeyes that scored in double figures in the win. Iowa heads to Michigan State for action on Wednesday night. In the Big 12, K.J. Adams made the go-ahead basket with 10 seconds left as second-ranked Kansas held off number 14 Iowa State in Lawrence on Saturday afternoon. Gabe Kalsher scored 23 points in the loss for the Cyclones. They'll be hosting Texas tomorrow night in Ames. And in women's basketball, Ashley Jones scored 21 points, but it wasn't enough for the Iowa State women who fell to Texas 68-53 in Austin Sunday afternoon. Cyclone women will host Oklahoma State on Wednesday night. On our airwaves tonight, we have the Cyclone Coaches Corner Show at 6.30, followed by the final game of Wild Card Weekend. It's the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We'll join coverage in progress of that game at 8 o'clock right here on KGYM. And that's a big board update. I'm Spencer Wagan on the gym. Eastern Iowa weather on the gym. I'm Casey Ferris with the check of your weather first forecast. As we head throughout tonight, expect cloudy skies with temperatures that will be dropping down into the lower 30s with strong west winds gusting about 10 to 20 miles per hour. For your Tuesday, cloudy skies are expected to stick around. Temperatures will be cooler than what we saw today with high temperatures reaching up into the upper 30s. As we head towards Tuesday night, expect mostly cloudy skies, low temperatures dropping into the mid-20s. Rain chances arrive as we head towards the afternoon on Wednesday with snow to follow as we head towards Wednesday night. And that's a check of your Iowa's News Now weather first forecast. Welcome to Money Mondays with Farmers State Bank. FSB wants to supercharge your week, so grab your coffee and get ready for a financial jumpstart with these helpful Money Mondays tips from our experts at FSB. Everyone knows the home buying market has been kind of crazy these past few years, and that definitely includes the interest rates. In today's market, I like to remind people that they're marrying the home, not the rate. Hi, I'm Tammy Yelmakoski, head of the mortgage team at FSB. With almost 25 years of lending experience, I know firsthand the many ways a mortgage loan can be customized for home buyers. From your standard fixed rate loan to a VA loan, an adjustable rate loan, and more, we're ready to go the extra mile to create the home loan that works best for you. Money Mondays, getting your week off and running with intelligent financial advice to help you get ready for what's next. Farmers State Bank, providing you with faster answers, stronger partnerships, and better banking solutions. Explore your future with FSB at myfsbonline.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Just about the time Willa Dickens began as a watchmaker at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, a romantic notion was blooming in 1940s America. The idea that a diamond, like love itself, is precious and lasting. More than ever before, proposals began including twinkling rings and velvet-lined Hertine and Stocker boxes. Decades of engagements and countless shimmering rings later, happy, nervous hands are still accepting these promises of always from Hertine and Stocker. 
The designs are always modern and fresh, but the service is still as exceptional as it was in those very early days. Perhaps that rare blend of present and past is the reason her and Stocker has been voted best jewelry store in Iowa City 12 years running. Stop and see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hurtine and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then step inside and say hi to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. It's time to make the playoffs pay off with Elite Sportsbook. On select days in January, place a $100 wager on any pro football playoff offering and receive a $15 free bet back. It's literally that simple. And don't forget, new signups can take advantage of a bet rebound up to $250. Check out our updated app with integrated funding and increased functionality and play your game with Elite Sportsbook. Must be 21. Gambling a problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway. A great place to meet up with friends. And all I can do is just some tea for two. And speak my point of view, but it's not safe. It's not safe. Our number one continuing on here on KGYM. Get Matt Peralt joining me here in about 30 minutes or so. His thoughts on tonight's game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. We're going to have that for you, not in its entirety. We'll join in progress around 8 o'clock tonight because coming up on the Cyclone Radio Network, it's the Coach's Corner Show with our next guest. John Walters joins me every Monday. His appearance brought to you by Craig Adamson, a True Wealth Stewardship Partner. And, John, I was wondering a couple minutes ago, uh, you, you know any good authors that, that may want to start writing the Brock Purdy story just in case he carries this thing to fruition and wins the Super Bowl this year? I think what I'd do is I would uh, go to Disney and ask who put together the Kurt Warner story because we've got a sequel for you and just go from there. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a few people that could write that book, wouldn't there be? I mean, what an amazing story it's been. And, yeah, it just keeps getting better and better. I mean, it, it's so hard to imagine that anybody could not only be uh, the number one rated uh, rookie quarterback in the weeks that he's played, but the number one quarterback in the NFL, period, in, in the weeks that he's played. It's just ridiculous to think that that's even possible. And, Brock would be the first to tell you that it's in large part because he's surrounded by great teammates and is in a great system. He'd be, he, he would never uh, claim anything other than that, but you still got to do your part. And he's doing a terrific job of orchestrating that offense and making great throws and playing with a real confidence about him that is just so strange to see in a rookie quarterback in the NFL and, I think he's making believers out of a lot of people. I mean, I was already a believer, but I'm I'm really loving the way that people around the league are starting to recognize, that, hey, this guy is pretty good, and uh, and he has a great, great future. And that's the best thing to come out of this, Todd, out of the whole deal, is no matter how it ends up, Brock, now we know for sure, will have a long, uh, successful NFL career if he can stay healthy because he's proven to a lot of people that he can play the game at this level. And, you know, Eight weeks ago, that wasn't a given, that he would have 
a long NFL career, but I think now it, it is a given, and so it, it's really cool to see that. Now, I had limited interaction with him uh, during his time in Ames, but as somebody who was around him a lot, John, he strikes me, at least uh, in what I see now with the 49ers, as a very humble, down-to-earth young man. I don't want to call him a kid, but is that accurate? I mean, is, was he as, as good of a young man in, in Ames as he seems to be now? Truly one of the best that I've ever been around as far as just very courteous, you know, he's very Christian. Uh, he, he is always will, will tell you that his faith in God is the reason that he succeeded in life and that he is thankful for his blessings. And, you know, I'll tell you a story about the first time I interviewed him. Uh, he was a freshman, and he was that, you know, he, when he kind of took the Big 12 by storm like he's doing the NFL right now. So I did a story on how he and Mike Rose, as true freshmen, kind of came in and had taken the Big 12 kind of by storm, so I did the story on the two guys together. But anyway, I interviewed Brock, and we got done. This was after practice, and we got done with the interview, and I'm, I've got the equipment set up. I'm by myself, and I, I just thanked him for doing a great interview. He was really courteous and kind and, and thoughtful, and so I said, thank you, you know, for uh, taking the time. He goes, no, no problem at all. He goes, uh, you know, can I help you carry that stuff out to your car? And I'm like, no, I got it, man. I got it. It's no big deal. He goes, no, no, really. So he insisted, and he carried my tripod and the camera out to the car for me. And that's just the kind of kid he is. He doesn't assume anything. He's just a, a really wonderful person. And, um, yeah, I, I couldn't think any higher of him than, than I do. I, I don't often uh, get memorabilia uh, signed by Iowa State players, but when, when Brock was a freshman, uh, they had a little garage sale at Iowa State that you could go to, and I bought one of his jerseys. I thought, I'm just going to hang on to it till he's done. I'm not going to ask him to sign it while he's still playing, but I do want to get him to sign it. So when his career was over four years later, I had him sign it for me, and I've got that framed up in my basement, and uh, it's the jersey he wore against Baylor as a freshman. And that, that means a lot to me, and uh, he is just an awesome, uh, really good, down-to-earth human being, and I'm sure that is one of the reasons that his teammates love him so much. Is that the is that the centerpiece of the basement? You got anything that can compare to that? Uh, it goes on one side of the big TV where I watch his games, and on the other side is my David Montgomery jersey, uh, also autographed. So that's, those are the two that I've got, and, uh, and and those are two good ones to have. But uh, yeah, no, that it, it, it's it's one that's not going to move anytime soon unless somebody's listening to this right now and breaks into my house and steals it. <laughs> No, don't don't joke about stuff like that, uh, John. Uh, yeah, while while we're talking about football, uh, a couple of hires officially announced last week, and Iowa State fans are very excited. They've they've clamored for a special teams coordinator for quite a while there in Ames. They've got one now. What type of difference do you think that's going to make for Matt Campbell as far as as planning and coaching goes? You know, I I think the jury's still out on that. I, I we'll see. I I know that in the past. Um, he's kind of divvied up the special teams assignments among the entire staff. And I'm sure to some degree they'll still do that. But to have one coach kind of oversee the whole thing, maybe it will make a significant difference. Um, certainly, if Iowa State could be better on special teams, it would make a big difference because uh, it, it's an area where if you're going to be in a lot of close games, a lot of them do come down to special teams. And for the most part, I'd say in the Matt Campbell era, the special teams have been pretty good. It's just this this last year they took a bit of a dip, I thought, and and were good in some areas, but other parts of it were, were not as good. 
Um, and, and they need to be good in those areas. Matt Campbell talks all the time about winning in the margins, and, you know, that means committing fewer penalties than your opponents, uh, not turning the ball over more frequently than your opponents, uh, and, and being good in the little hidden areas, the hidden yardage that special teams can bring. And so, you know, I think any little advantage you can get is a big advantage for Matt Campbell, and so that hopefully will prove to be just that, and Iowa State can win some more close games as a result next year. John Walter is the voice of the Iowa State Cyclones with me here for a few more minutes. His appearance sponsored by Craig Adamson, a True Wealth stewardship partner and a huge Cyclone fan. Let's get to the basketball game on Saturday because Iowa State was in decent company. There were 11 top 25 teams that lost on Saturday, but Iowa State losing to number two, Kansas 62-60. You know, there are a lot of teams, I think, that probably wouldn't rally after a 12-0 run by Kansas at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. Iowa State was able to there in the first half. It kind of says to me a lot about this team, John. They're grinders. I mean, they are grinders. You know, that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep on fighting and plugging. And, you know, this team, there was a great quote last week. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, after the win over Texas Tech, Eric Hepp was interviewing Jaron Holmes, and we've been talking a lot the broadcast about this is a team that's probably not going to have a first-team all-conference player. It doesn't have um, anybody all season, even through today, that has been named the Big 12 Player of the Week. Even though Gabe Kelscher went nuts last week, K.J. Adams got Big 12 Player of the Week. Okay, so the point was that this is a team that the, the parts are much better, the sum of the parts are much better than the parts individually. And so Eric was kind of bringing that point up to Jaron Holmes in the postgame interview, and Jaron said, we have a saying on this team, uh, enjoy playing the tambourine. Not everybody can be the lead singer. And it's perfect. I mean, all of a sudden the Ray Gun shirts were made the next day with that expression out there, and uh, uh, it's just perfect because these are a bunch of guys who do embrace whatever role they're given, and that's why I think they're able to hang in these games against teams that honestly probably have more talent than they do. And so Saturday was another example of that. Iowa State in it right to the end. Second year in a row, they've lost a one-possession game at KU. But, um, man, you got to be pretty good to win in that building, and Iowa State came awfully close on Saturday. Yeah, I did mention that last week on the show. It makes me think of guys like Willie Nelson and all those great country music. Everybody knows the stars, but those Nashville, those session artists that played on all those records with all of those guys kind of in the background, you know, and embrace playing the tambourine and embrace being part of the uh, the group, if you will. Uh, Gabe Kelsher hits that three with, what, 30-some seconds left. You, you're probably thinking okay, there's a lot of time for Kansas to, to wind up winning this game, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't feel like Iowa State was going to lose or, or, or that it was a sure thing that they were going to lose at that point. But, yeah, you know, Kansas, they're so good in situational basketball, and they've got so many different guys that can beat you. Their, their bench isn't particularly strong, but their starting five is really, really good. And, you know, none of those guys were in foul trouble. They were all out there on the floor, and, K.J. Adams made a, a heck of a play, uh, closely contested. Unfortunately, Oshun Oshuni had fouled out of the game because I think Oshun might have been able to block that shot, but, you know, Rob's not as much of a shot blocker, and, and Adams made a tough, high-degree-of-difficulty shot. And then the part of the equation that I didn't realize at the time of the broadcast should have was that Kansas had two fouls to give. Um, and, and so as Iowa State was bringing the ball up the floor, in the back of their minds, they're thinking Kansas is going to try to foul us here 
with just a few seconds to go to eliminate any chances of us winning. So that's probably why, you know, Iowa State doesn't end up getting the greatest look at the basket there because it's kind of a, a you know, a Kansas team that can be very aggressive defensively, not worrying if they foul. And uh, Iowa State didn't get it that clean of a look. But you know what? Uh, one more could you ask? You know, Gabe hit that three with, I think, 30 seconds to go. Kansas made a big play and then made a big play defensively to get the stop and to get out of there with the win. So, um, you know, it, it'll be a, a great rematch when they come here in early February. Um, I don't think there's a, a huge divide between those two programs in terms of their ability to win games. Do I think there's a talent gap? I do. I, I don't think it's the Grand Canyon, but I do think there's a talent gap. You know, they've got several guys that are going to play in the NBA, but I think Iowa State can play with them, and they've proved that on Saturday, and I think they'll get another great opportunity to do that here in a couple of weeks. Texas coming to Hilton Coliseum tomorrow night. Uh, obviously a, a big challenge for T.J. Otzelberger and the staff, 15-2 and two overall. Haven't lost on the road in true road games yet this season. Give me sort of a, a little bit of an overview of what you're expecting to call tomorrow night. Well, it's going to be a charged-up environment. It's already sold out. People are excited because of the way Iowa State's playing. Obviously, the narrative that uh, people are wanting to play is the you know, Tyrese Hunter returns to Ames thing. And, uh, you know, TJ didn't really bite on that today. I, to me, yes, that's always a big thing when a guy transfers from one conference school to another. But there's 10 guys in the Big 12 right now who have done that. So it's not like he's the only one that left one conference team for another. And so, um, you know, that'll be a, a part of it, certainly. But, um, you know, right now, I think the way I look at it is you have two teams that are playing very high-level basketball, both ranked in the top 12 nationally. And it should be just a wild back-and-forth game at Hilton Coliseum. And I, I expect a great one. Um, you know, Texas is um, – they're, they're really – a balanced team, but they do have a guy in Carr who can take over a game, and he's done that. He had a 41-point game this year. I would expect Gabe Kelscher to be locked up on him. I don't expect Gabe to, to guard Tyrese Hunter. Maybe he will. But Gabe is to be the top defender in the Big 12, and, and I would not be surprised to see him on Carr once again like he was last year and really did a good job on him there. So um, that would be a game within the game to really keep an eye on, but it's going to be a very hotly contested game, um, a, a lot of good players out on the floor, and I think a really high-level Big 12 basketball game. All right, 6.30 tonight here on the network. you got Jeff Grummer along with you, and sounds like a couple assistant coaches on the Coach's Corner show tonight. Yeah, TJ had mentioned to me that he had something that he – it's an important commitment for him uh, that he has to uh, take care of tonight. So Eric Crawford, his uh, director of player personnel, is going to join us. And then um, – the uh, women's coach is Jody Steyer. Coach Bentley lost his mom last night, which was really tough to hear because he was traveling back from Texas. And so, um, yeah, he's going to have his uh, top assistant, Jody Steyer, on there to join us for the show tonight. But a lot of good things to talk about with these two programs and looking forward to it. Yeah, Bill has a great picture of him and his mother on his Twitter timeline. Please extend our condolences the next time that you see him. John, appreciate the time as always. Look forward to chatting with you next week. All right, thanks for having me, Todd. John Walters, play-by-play voice of the Iowa State Cyclones. His appearance every week brought to you by Craig Adamson, a True Wealth Stewardship partner. TrueWealthStewardship.com is the website where you can go to learn more about what Craig can help do from uh, for you from a financial planning perspective. And, yes, our condolences going out 
to Bill Fenley, lost his dad a couple years ago and now losing his mother as well. 319-366-1600-451. If you are listening here in the first hour, I said Iowa State had some company in losing on Saturday, something we haven't seen since 2011 in college basketball. And I got these statistics for you and the receipts when we return. Just 60 seconds back with more of the Todd Brawl Camp show after this. Working out has been proven to increase your self-esteem, help with depression, anxiety, and stress. At the Mac, we care about you as a person. That's why we have personal trainers you can connect with, group exercise classes so you don't feel alone, saunas to help you relax, and many more amenities. This year, I'm doing it for me. This year, I'm joining the Mac for me. To see everything the Mac has to offer, go to jointhe-mac.com. That's jointhe-mac.com. With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back. The sun won't always be shining. And some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Visit mfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Contact Kirk Gustafson, agent at 1715 Johnson Avenue Northwest in Cedar Rapids, or call 319-363-7214 today. College basketball taking place earlier today. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, lots of NBA action on tap early as well. Some games going on right now. But on the college side of things, pretty big one in the Big Ten. Purdue going on the road and eking out a victory over Michigan State. Thanks in no small part to a very big man. Zach Eady went for 32-17 and 17 today as the Boilermakers go into East Lansing and do something that isn't easy to do. That's come out of the Breslin Center with a victory. Victories were hard to come by in college basketball on Saturday. If you were inside the top 25, you got to go all the way back to January of 2011 to find a day, a single day, when 11 top 25 teams all lost on the same day. Here's the list of teams that fell on Saturday. Number 16, Miami. They didn't just, well, that was a close one, 83-81 against North Carolina State. Some of these were not close. Number 5, Tennessee, fell at home to Kentucky, 63-56. My former co-host said on the air last week, Tennessee was going to win that game by 20 points. I've been there. There's nothing worse than saying that you feel, you believe something's going to happen. And then not only does it not happen, but the complete opposite happens. Number eight, Wisconsin fell 63-45 in Bloomington to Indiana. Vanderbilt upset number 15, Arkansas, 97-84 in Nashville. At least this is a top 25 game. Kansas State, number 11 at the time, falling to TCU, 82-68 in Fort Worth. Creighton, outside the top 25. This is a team my next guest, Matt Peralt, was high on at the beginning of the season. He's got Creighton ties. 
covered the Blue Jays and Coach McDermott for a really long time in Omaha. They're not a top 25 team at the moment. They fall 73-67, or they beat Providence 73-67, the number 19 Friars. Florida knocked off number 20 Missouri 73-64. Iowa State falling at Kansas in a battle of the top 25 ranked teams. Clemson handed number 24 Duke a 72-64 loss. Number 9 Oregon losing against Arizona 87-68 at home in Eugene and rounding things out on Saturday you had New Mexico beating number 23 San Diego State 76 67 11 top 25 teams all falling on the same day the first time in over a decade 319 366 1600 Matt Peralt is coming up with me in just a few minutes a co-host on the Betfred Sportsbook Hour, which you can hear exclusively on Fridays from 6 until 7 right here on KGYM, along with Dave Sherapan. Matt's a Boston guy. I'm going to talk quite a bit about Tom Brady and what's in store tonight. I'm nervous. I'm looking at the text line. There's a lot of people on the text line saying that Tampa Bay is going to win this game tonight. Now, last week, There were a couple games where a lot of us agreed, not just the listeners here, but the national pundits as well. And, well, they came home for us. And Vikings fans, I'm talking about one of the games that a lot of people had circled last week. We'll get into the fallout of, well, another heartbreaking loss for the Minnesota Vikings in the postseason and wrap up the NFL Week that was and week still yet to come. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour drive time brought to you by Linder Tire and LinderTire.com is on the way. we got to make way for Sports Center though right now. This Sports Center is brought to you by Network Computer Solutions, the missing piece to your IT puzzle. More of the Todd Rollencamp Show on the way after this. If you're hiring for your company, this is a busy time of year. Obviously, new year means new goals and finding the right people to accomplish them. Thankfully, there's ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter uses its powerful matching technology to find the right candidates for your job. Let ZipRecruiter help you find the best people for all of your roles. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See for yourself. Go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep your operation running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo, Maria in Miami, and Jules in Troy, taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with high-quality supplies for every industry, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You could save big when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. You could not have hit that field goal. Sorry, but it's true. 37 yards doesn't sound very far, but you'd be lucky to cover even a fraction of that. And that's in perfect conditions without 11 giant men trying to fold you like origami. But you definitely could save big when you bundle your home, auto, and other vehicles with Progressive. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Every pro is an MVP to us. As a Lowe's MVPs rewards member, you can earn bonus points when you shop select products and brands. 
Then redeem them for exciting rewards like tools, sports memorabilia, e-gift cards, and more. Join today to become a member and start earning. Bonus points calculated before taxes and fees after applicable discounts, if any. Subject to program terms. While supplies last. Points expire at end of calendar year. Visit Lowe's.com slash MVP's bonus points for details. This is KGYM Cedar Rapids, 1600 AM and 102.3 FM. KGYM Sports Radio. The gym. The gym. This is SportsCenter. I'm Christine Lisi. Cowboys and Buccaneers cap off Super Wild Card Weekend with their NFC Clash on Monday Night Football. Buck Center Ryan Jensen activated from IR, eligible to return tonight. He's been out all season with a knee injury suffered in training camp. Having Jensen back would be big for Tampa, especially for quarterback Tom Brady, says Pro Football Hall of Fame coach and NBC NFL analyst Tony Dungy. If Ryan is totally healthy and 100%, he will make a big difference. Number one, just with his presence and that big physical body you're talking about. But number two, with the confidence factor for Tom, when I know the middle of the pocket is solid, I don't have to worry about it. I've got the guy I have trust in. When you're relaxed and confident, you're going to play much better as a quarterback. Tony Dungy on Fitz and Harry, Monday Night Football, 8 Eastern ABC, ESPN TV, and ESPN2. Bengals left tackle Jonah Williams has a dislocated kneecap and is week to week. Guard Alex Kappa, who missed last night's AFC wildcard win over Baltimore with a knee injury, also week to week. Cincinnati at Buffalo for Sunday's divisional round game. Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud declared for the upcoming NFL draft. Coming up Tuesday, could Lamar Jackson really be done in Baltimore? If so, I had the perfect landing spot for the former MVP, Keyshawn J. Willemax. 6 a.m. Eastern, ESPN Radio, ESPN2, ESPNU. One innocent click could lock down your entire network for ransom. Hackers are getting more and more devious, so teach your employees to check before they click. When you open an email, hover over the address to see where it's really coming from. If it doesn't match, is misspelled, or looks off in any way, delete it. Remember, any email could be a trick, so check before you click. This message presented by Network Computer Solutions. Download their complete Protect Your Network guide at ncsei.com. And ESPN Radio Extra Point. With Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I don't understand why people are questioning if Lamar could have played or not. I don't get that. The man say he has a swollen PCL and his knee is messed up. His teammates say he's hurt. Why is it that people are questioning his loyalty to stepping on the damn field? It's crazy to me. I just I don't believe you should jeopardize your own health for the sake of the team when you've already put things on the line and you feel like you haven't been rewarded with the contract that you feel like you deserve. You know, I was all about Lamar doing what, whatever was in the best interest of Lamar Jackson. But that, but Nobody the, else. But those but two things can on the brace on it, he, he can't put a brace, brace on it. It's swollen. It has inflammation. The man said, I have inflammation in my knee. He gave an explanation of his injury. Lamar Jackson is his body and his legs. And he was the one who said, I can't go. Wendy's knows cold and soggy fries are the worst. So soggy. That's why we're serving up hot and crispy fries all day, every day. And all night. Until close. With natural cut potatoes, sea salted to perfection. Show me that potato skin. Wendy's hot and crispy aren't like other fries. We're your dream fry. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's hot and crispy fries. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy. If yours aren't, bring them back and we'll replace them. 
Will they find a home? Sponsored by Geico. Sarah wants a yard. My own little paradise. Brad, however, hates yard work. The only thing I hate more than cutting the grass is paying someone to cut the grass. Compromise is tough, but these two won't have to compromise when they bundle home and car insurance with Geico. It's easy, and they could save even more. In the end, Sarah and Brad found a great home with a yard. A very, very small yard. Time to get it done. And I'm done. Bundling without compromise at Geico.com. hour here on the Todd Rollicamp Show is brought to you by Linder Tire. Right on the reputation for great service and savings by making your next appointment with them online at lindertire.com. You can find Linder Tire in Iowa City, North Liberty, and Grinnell. More playoff discussion coming up. We'll look back at a couple of the other games that took place over the weekend and ahead at the schedule Coming up also, get to Iowa and Iowa State basketball. In particular, Iowa didn't have a whole lot of time to talk about the Hawkeyes' victory over Maryland in the first hour of the program. Big thanks to John Walters for joining me. But let's go ahead and keep the ball rolling here. Matt Peralt taking time out of his day to join me in Las Vegas. One half of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour brought to you by Betfred Sportsbook. Uh, Betfredsportsbook.com slash Iowa is the website. You can go to learn more about what Betfred offers at Sports Talk Matt on Twitter. And Matt, we gotta start with the Buccaneers and the Cowboys tonight. You're a Tom Brady guy, New England guy, Patriots guy. Does he have a couple more of these in him, or are we looking at maybe the uh, the end of at least the Tom Brady Tampa Bay era tonight, in your opinion? I think Tampa Bay's gonna win the game. Uh, I, I I just I don't trust these Cowboys. Hi Todd, good to hear from you. I think it's going to be a really interesting situation early in this game, whether or not Ryan Jensen playing tonight makes a gigantic difference for the offensive line. You have an all-pro coming back. Everyone knows the way to pressure Brady is to get him right up the middle, and obviously the pass rush from the Cowboys with their linebackers, they're going to want to blitz the A and the B gap a lot tonight. So having Jensen back in the passing game is huge, but also might be big in the run game for an offense that really has been anemic running the football. If the Bucks can run the ball tonight on the Cowboys, it could be an absolutely huge advantage for them here bringing him back. So I, I still think Tampa's going to find a way. I don't trust Dak Prescott. I, I haven't trusted him for, you know, since he's come back. I've just never really been a Dak guy, period. But he's thrown picks so consistently. I mean, his pick prop is one that if you want to lay the juice, I think it's a good bet tonight, a minus 180 for him to be intercepted tonight. I think it's a low-scoring, grind-up type of game and, and, and with the home team and Brady. I'll take the Bucks. Now, I th- think in listening to you earlier today and hearing you just now, is this teaser material for you tonight with the total? It is. It is for me, yeah. So if you tease this game up to 51.5, that's the highest total by 2.5 points that both teams have had this year pregame. So the, the books have been very low on both these offenses and very high on the defenses to keep the games and the scoring down. So you go up to 51.5, you bet the under, and then I don't tease through zero, and I think this is a you know, a three to seven point win one way or the other. And by giving the Bucks plus eight and a half, I think you're going to be okay there. So for me, yeah, this is a minus 120, minus 125, same game teaser. I mean, yeah, the Cowboys could win and win by 10 and kill the bet. But if the Bucks win or the Bucks lose by seven points, 
you're good because I don't see this game going over 51 and a half points. Dallas loses tonight. Is that trouble for Mike McCarthy? I've been told, I was told this in the summer. I was told that if Mike McCarthy does not make a deep run in the postseason, Mike McCarthy will be out and Sean Payton will be the new head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. I've heard nothing to the contrary. It's going to stop me from believing that that's the case. I don't care what Jerry Jones is saying on Dallas radio where he proclaimed that Mike McCarthy's job is safe. I don't buy that. If they lose tonight and they lose badly tonight, there's no doubt in my mind that Mike McCarthy is out and that Sean Payton, who has a very interesting and long relationship with Jerry Jones, that that's who the coach is going to be and that I don't know what they do with Dak because I've also been told that Dak and Sean Payton might not be the best fit for each other. So that's a major, a major shakeup with the Dallas Cowboys. But, yes, Mike McCarthy loses tonight. I believe Mike McCarthy will be replaced by whom I'm hearing it's Sean Payton. But, yes, I think he gets fired. All right. Uh, let's assume Tom Brady and Tampa win tonight. That sets up a really intriguing showdown on Sunday between Tom Brady, the GOAT, and Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy, uh, John Walters and I were talking. Uh, this is It's not the same as the Kurt Warner story, but you've gone from Mr. Irrelevant to being over the last five weeks the best quarterback in the NFL in several statistical categories. Have you ever seen anything like this, Matt? Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo did it. I mean, we've seen these stories before. He's a game manager. Brock Purdy is playing with the best weapons in the NFL and an offensive line that's keeping him upright. I mean, I'm not taking away from what Brock Purdy has done, but he's in the perfect situation to be successful, and he's taking advantage and doing everything he needs to do not to turn the football over. But if you put Brock Purdy on the Patriots, Brock Purdy is not doing this, not putting up these numbers, and not being the best quarterback over the last five weeks in the NFL. So it's a system play for me, and it shows you where Kyle Shanahan is in terms of being able to plug and play quarterbacks. Again, I don't hear me correctly. I'm not downplaying what Brock Purdy has done. I'm just getting a little bit, uh, I think we're losing a little bit here by just overwhelmingly pour this gush on Brock Purdy given the fact he's playing with Debo Samuel, he's playing with George Kittle, he's playing with Brandon Ayuk, he's playing with Christian McCaffrey, and an offensive line has got Trent Williams who's going to be a Hall of Fame left tackle that he's playing with versus, you know, defenses that are good but not incredibly, you know, not the best you've ever seen. So Brock Purdy is doing what you would dream to do. You're playing with a bunch of players who are going to make you look very good. He's not making mistakes, and that's the biggest key. But the first quarter in that game, Last week, this weekend, he was rattled. He was nervous. He was jumpy. He settled down. But as the playoff goes, this is going to be very interesting to see how he handles the pressure at each level we go in the postseason. All right. I'm looking at the three games that we have lines for Betfred, the app at the moment. You've got Jacksonville and Kansas City. That's an eight-and-a-half-point spread. The Bengals and the Bills is at five now. And then the Giants and Eagles is at seven-and-a-half what are your early thoughts on, on the spreads, the numbers for next week's games? Is that the dogs? <laughs> I, I think parity is king in the NFL. And, look, I think Jacksonville, I missed the nine. I'm a little mad at myself. I'm hoping that it goes back up. But plus nine for Jacksonville. I think the Bengals have a really good chance of winning the game outright against the Bills. I, I think Buffalo's got some big problems defensively that I think you're going to see the Bengals exploit. And 
I don't know. I I feel like the Giants are going to beat the Eagles. I know I'm one of them, maybe out, you know, a little bit on a, on a limb there, and Eagle fans will probably freak out to hear me say that. But I think the Giants have something cooking right now. I think Brian Dabble's got that team believing. And I think them playing a game, having a game under their belt, at least early, Giants' first half money line might be a really smart bet because I think they're going to come out on fire and the Eagles are going to try to, try to match that. And how healthy is Jalen Hurts? We just don't really know the answer to that question right now about, about how healthy he is. Seven and a half, I think it's crazy in my mind. I think it's a three-point game one way or the other. What did you think of Cincinnati last night? Was that just the the rival and those two teams know each other so well that that, that turned out to, to be the way that it did? Or should there be reason for concern with the Bengals right now? Look, it's the playoffs, but it's also John Harbaugh up against Zach Taylor, which is, I mean, a complete coaching mismatch. So you've got a Hall of Fame coach in Harbaugh, and you've got Zach Taylor who continually like, fails upward. And I, I am not a fan of his. I covered him in Nebraska. I never saw his coaching material. We covered him last year in the Super Bowl. Still same deal. I'm just, I'm, I've been out on Zach Taylor since he got the job, basically, with the Bengals. And he's just been very fortunate to have incredible players around him that make him look great. So that was just a really good coach having a really good game plan and a quarterback who decided to not listen to his head coach and jump, jump up when they called a play that was supposed to be for a burrow in the push in the back from the, from Gus Edwards to push into the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown, for whatever reason, Tyler Huntley decided to go over the top, and that's why that ball got knocked out, and that's why that game-winning touchdown occurred for the Bengals. So, I mean, it could have very easily been a seven-point lead with, sure, Burrow having the football to see what magic he could create to go to overtime, but that game could have easily gone the way of the Ravens last night. I don't think it's really a concern with the Bengals. It just shows you how good of a coach Harbaugh is. At Sports Talk, Matt, on Twitter, you can hear him every day on the Bostonian versus the Book podcast, which streams on YouTube. You can also hear him from 6 until 7 right here on KGYM on Friday as the co-host of the Betfred Sportsbook Hour alongside his friend Dave Sherapan. Matt Peralt joining me for a few more minutes. If you had to place a Super Bowl future today, have you changed your mind about who you'd be going with? No, it's the 49ers. They are the best team, most complete team, from head coach to the defense, the special teams. They're the most complete team in football, and really the only question is whether or not Brock Purdy can handle the stage he's going to play on, and I'm not concerned about him being able to handle the pressure. I think he's such a level-headed kid that's got all his priorities in the right place, not looking for the spotlight, just trying to do his role and play what he needs to play and, and, and do what he needs to do. He's a phenomenal talent. And I, I just think with that defense and the way that they're capable of playing, running the football with anybody, Niners is who I bet on. I bet Fred does not have exactas, but I would put a 49ers Bengals exact in right now. Just call it the Ames, Iowa exact. You got Joe Burrow who oh, grew up there. I've, I've got that. Do, yep. Is that it? Is that Okay, now I'm nervous. Cause... Well, I got so I so I bet a bunch. So 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 what? So I went and I bet ten exactos, and this is the Circus Sports Hour, so I'll give them a plug too. So Circus Sports had this where they had the exactos. They'll put up the, the exactos for the next round. They'll recalibrate with the odds and put them up tomorrow. So if you're looking for that, but I bet Giants against the top three teams in the AFC. 
I bet, I bet the Bengals against the top two teams, Vikings are now out against the Eagles. And I bet the 49ers against the top three teams in the AFC. If the Giants get to the Super Bowl, I'm winning thousands. It's a huge, it's like a plus 20,000 bet on the Giants to win the Super Bowl. So the, the idea is, is they actually have off the air and on the air. The idea is that you don't need to pick the winner. Just need to pick the two teams that are going to be in it. And then you can go ahead and bet the other side and guarantee yourself a win. And if it's a long shot, this is huge. So, like, if you could, on Tuesday when these things pop up again, I would take the longest of shots. Take Jacksonville to get and win the Super Bowl. And their odds are going to be extremely long. But if they were to beat the Chiefs and get to the NFC Championship game, you could start hedging and playing off of them. So I, I bet the Vikings yesterday because my three giant bets all pay me thousands of dollars for very small amounts of money. So I bet the Vikings money line just in case. I think the Giants win. I'll do the same thing coming up with the Eagles. So it's a really interesting strategy. Dave Sheriffan did this during the World Series. And now we're doing it here for these playoffs. If you have a finite number of games and a finite number of teams, you want the longer odds. And it's not a lot of money. 10, 15, 20 bucks can win you five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 if these crazy teams make it. And sometimes you get a crazy run. The Giants are that team. They might make a crazy run. So if I was betting it, if I had to pick it, Niners over Bengals, I have that ticket. I made that play. That, I think, has a good shot of cashing. Yeah, I remember having a conversation with Dave during the World Series. I said, "Who you got? I got both sides, Brownell Camp. I can't lose. It's just a yeah. matter of one side maybe pays back a, a little bit more. It's kind of the stuff that you can pick up on when you listen to Matt and Dave on Bostonian versus the book. Speaking of, I want to get to this here before we part ways tonight. You got the night off, by the way, yeah. because of Martin Luther King Day. You don't have to teach the class tonight. So you got big plans? Correct. Wednesday. When, no, oh. I'm, I'm actually, my daughter, I'm currently at an uh, indoor trampoline park. Oh. My daughter is currently uh, doing that, so I'm on dad duty here. So uh, I'll be watching the game, obviously. Tampa and, and Dallas will be my, be my nightcap watching the game, and that's what I'm doing tonight. Do you, are you wearing the socks that they make you put on at the trampoline park, or are you in a, a non-jumping she, part of the area? She is. I don't jump. She <laughs> jumps. I'm 45, so... My jumping days are kind of behind me. I learned that when we first moved here. So I was like, I was 40, and I'd come here and jump around, and then the next day I couldn't move my back. Like, yeah, I'm done. No more of that. I'm good with that. So I, I, I just watch now. I let her jump, and I watch. All right, you guys talk a lot of hockey on Bostonian versus the book, and it. You, I'm looking at the totals today. Colorado beat Detroit 6-3. to San Jose and New Jersey have scored five goals with six minutes left in the third. 6 nothing Boston. There are some trends right now in the NHL that are really hard to ignore, but you and Dave talked a lot about first-period goals. Not just first-period uh, totals, but the gift, the goal in first 10 minutes has been hitting a lot lately. Yeah, I missed. I did a parlay today. Where I got the Devils, but I didn't get the Kraken, which is crazy because the Kraken and Tampa Bay were three and four so far this year, percentage-wise, playing each other, and they canceled each other out, unfortunately. So we didn't get a goal there. But yeah, goals in the first ten minutes and over one and a half goals in the first period have been over the last ten days just a ridiculous bet to get into. I don't know why. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It's these teams, Vancouver is an absolute wagon on this. 
You want to take them over in the first period, one and a half goals and a goal in the first 10 minutes. San Jose is another one. Seattle, Tampa Bay. I mean, these are teams that are just giving up goals early and scoring goals early. And their team, I mean, the games are going over as well. So, like, if you want to play for tonight, Dave and I disagree actually on this, but Vegas is playing. Well, actually, that game started yet? That game just started. Yeah, they're, they're down um, one nothing already. It's what period? The first? Yeah, they're down. It's 13 uh, 12 left in the first period. It's one nothing Dallas already. So then, okay, so there's your gift. Goal in the first 10 minutes. So that already hit. There you go. I have the under six goals in that game. Dave likes the over. I bet the under. The, the Dallas Stars have been six goal to the under over their last six games on the road. So they have played in Vegas at home, even though they've been hot, they haven't been scoring a whole lot. They just lost to Edmonton four to three a couple of days ago. Game did go over, but it barely went over. So, I mean, I think if you look at their, their website called EV Analytics, you can go and look at, and it tells you all the home first period, second period, third period, all the numbers for all the NHL teams. And if you, the trend, it's not like an in-depth handicap. Most of the time, I'm not even looking at who the net, who the goaltenders are. I'm just taking a look at the trend as to what these teams are doing, and they hold to the trend so often that it makes it extremely profitable right now. And all the books can do is move the number or move the juice. And more often than not, just moving the juice and leaving the number at one and a half or, or yes to a goal in the first 10 minutes. It's kind of expensive, okay? Like certain books, DraftKings, I think most days now, they're at minus 175 to the goal, to the yes for a goal in the first 10 minutes. So they're making it super expensive. That's why I started to parlay on this better better book. Yeah, I mean, right now, hockey betting is the most profitable thing if you follow the trend. All right, before I let you go, I was talking about the 11 top 25 losses in college basketball over the weekend. One of them took place in Omaha, Providence falling to Creighton 73-67. You and I talked a lot about Creighton at the beginning of the season. Are they starting to to find their footing? Are they turning the corner? No, they're going to beat everybody at home. They're (laughs) not going to beat anybody on the road. So they are young and they are soft. And that's not meant as a disrespect. That's just meant as looking at the roster full of sophomores who still haven't figured out how to win away from home. They should have beaten Xavier. They choked that game. They were right there against UConn, didn't win that game. But then they came home and they beat Providence. I think they'll beat UConn at home. I think they'll beat Xavier at home. They'll be just kind of a, you know, upper-tier Big East team, and we'll see when they go to New York what they can do on a neutral court. Greg McDermott's tremendous in tournaments. He's such an amazing coach that they could win the biggest tournament. I can easily see that. But at home, they're going to be a bet on. On the road, they're still a fave. All right, Matt Peralt, at Sports Talk Matt on Twitter. Always love chatting with you on Mondays. Look forward to hearing you on Friday, the Betfred Sportsbook Hour. And Dave will be with me on Thursday. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That is Matt Peralt joining me from the Trampoline Park in Las Vegas. If you've got kids of a certain young kids, the trampoline park is the place to have your birthday party. I've discovered this with my son because we've got one coming up here on the social calendar in a couple weeks. When I was a kid, it was you went out for pizza. You did like a big pizza party at Happy Joe's or a place like that. You know, they honk the horn and sing happy birthday to you, and pizza was, now it's the trampoline park. Got to get the socks. You know, you if you know, you know.
They're comfy. Sometimes I put the trampoline socks on just to walk around the house. They got the grips on the bottom. Isaac, you ever been to a trampoline park? Yeah. I'd, I'm like Matt, though. My jumping days? Uh-uh. I, no. I got to be like, no, buddy. Why don't you run off and play with your friends? It's going to be over here in the corner. I don't do, I don't jump. I, I may not be able to get off the ground at this point. I, <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time that I jumped. 319-366-1600 is 523. We've got a little Big Ten football news here. This is not necessarily all that unexpected. Jim Harbaugh is going to be back in Ann Arbor next year. According to the president of the University of Michigan, he has Jim Harbaugh's word mouth-to-mouth, direct from the horse's mouth, that Jim Harbaugh is coming back. Two things may be in play. Did I see C.J. Stroud officially declaring for the NFL draft earlier today? The other thing that probably factors into that is I don't think there are NFL teams that are interested in Jim Harbaugh as a head coach at this point. He supposedly reportedly interviewed with Denver or had conversations with Denver. These teams can always say they didn't interview. They had conversations with. I don't know whether that's to get around the Rooney rule or whether it's just to put the feelers out there to try to figure out whether or not somebody's a good fit or not. But I think the jig is up for Jim Harbaugh. The flirt with the NFL, come back to Michigan, get concessions from the school, get a pay raise, get more money for your assistance. I think those days may be numbered at this point. His brother's days might be numbered in Baltimore. I don't know. I Look, Matt calls him a Hall of Fame coach. I tend to agree. John Harbaugh has done a tremendous job in Baltimore, but it's a tough loss to swallow last night. Granted, you're doing it with a backup quarterback, but the clock management in that... Now, I know exactly what they were doing. And at, at the time, I'm like everybody else watching that game. I'm thinking, why are they wasting so much time? I think they were trying to score and not leave any time for Cincinnati to get a field goal and win the game. I think they were playing... For a touchdown, and you just it didn't work out that way. 319-366-1600, and I say that, I'm trying to think. It wound up the final spread on that game was seven, right? I watched it last night, and I've already put, yeah, 24-17. So I, I think that was the, I, and if you watch the game, it almost happened. I mean, that Hail Mary at the end is probably going to be something that is on film in college and NFL and maybe even high school rooms across the country. Here's what you don't do at the end of a game. Kind of like basketball, but especially football. Volleyball that thing. Go up and spike the ball down. Don't tip the ball up in the air. You're not setting somebody else up for a spike. And then knock the ball down to the ground. That ball got tipped up in the air, and it was almost caught last night by Baltimore for a, assuming a game-tying touchdown, pending the point af- after. I can't imagine going for two 
and the win uh, in that moment if you're John Harbaugh. But Cincinnati escapes 24-17. Baltimore gets the cover. Baltimore pays out on those tickets if you were backing Baltimore plus eight. Hindsight, always 20-20. Should look at divisional rival games and go, that's not going to be a touchdown or more. That thing is going to be an absolute rock fight. I keep going back to Jacksonville and the Chargers on Saturday because there were two games last week that I felt pretty good about. And they were both the underdogs. If you remember on Friday, I picked the games and and the totals as, well, I don't think I did very well. That's why I'm trying to ignore what actually happened because there are a couple games that I thought were going to be low scoring that wound up being higher scoring. That Cincinnati-Baltimore game, by the way, did creep over the total of 40. Uh, that wasn't. I thought that was going to be a low-scoring, not necessarily a 13-10 to 10 type of ball game. Jacksonville and the Chargers combining for 61 points. You had Buffalo and Miami. The team total for Miami on uh, in that game was 13-and-a-half. Odds makers were not quite sure that Skylar Thompson and Miami could put two touchdowns on the board. Buffalo survives 31, 34-31 at home to set up what's going to be, I think, a very emotional game for both teams, Baltimore and Cincinnati, coming up this weekend. And, yeah, the Giants and the Vikings, again, I said there were two games that I felt the most confidence in last week and I'm not just talking about on Friday if you were listening all week long from Monday through Friday last week I said the Giants were going to beat the Vikings and Jacksonville was going to beat the Chargers now who am I to say when the Chargers are leading 27 to nothing that was a great pick sometimes it's better to be lucky than it is good and Jacksonville at one point live I think was in the neighborhood of 250 to one to win the game. Uh, it was not, look, you want to throw darts, you can throw darts. I don't know too many people comfortable betting on a 27 point comeback in an NFL postseason game, but that's exactly what happened with the Jaguars. I even late in the game, they were plus 800 on the money line to come back and win. And Jacksonville does just that, 31-30, to now set up, as Matt Peralt mentioned, a lopsided point spread with the Kansas City Chiefs. He's hoping that it gets to nine. I don't think it was eight and a half right now, the Kansas City Chiefs at home at Arrowhead on Saturday on NBC. Uh, should be a very good football game, though. I wouldn't write off Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville can make a game of that. Like Matt said, take the dogs this week. Uh, just There are a lot of points to be had. I'm not with him on the Giants and the Eagles, though, but I he thinks the Giants can win that game. I and mean, Brian Dable is he's going to win coach of the year. It probably should be unanimous that he wins coach of the year. Uh, here's a, just a brief clip of Brian Dable talking about Daniel Jones and his performance. Daniel Jones was fantastic. I tweeted out watching that game the other day 
that he looked like Walter Payton out there. I mean, he was running all over the place. They couldn't stop him. Look, Daniels, I've said it all year. He's been good for us, continues to be good for us, and he played a good game. Um, and I think there's a lot of other people that play good games, too, to help him play a good game. He'll be the first to admit it. But uh, as the leader of our football team, um, I'm proud of him. Giants did not pick up his rookie option. I remember at the beginning of the season, there were a lot of people that said, I think the Giants have spoken on Daniel Jones as to whether or not he's the future of that team. But here he has them combined with the coaching of Brian Dable and the performance of guys like Saquon Barkley, whom I will get to before 6 o'clock tonight because somebody in the Bet Rivers Blitz contest had a good weekend and Saquon Barkley was a huge part of that. But Daniel Jones getting the job done for at least one more week. And if you're a Vikings fan, and I know there are a lot of you in eastern Iowa, I am not the type of person to dance on graves. I put the rivalry aside for the most part. If you aren't aware, I want to be like Jason Fitz on ESPN National Programming, reminding people every five seconds that I'm Jason Fitz and I'm a Raiders fan. I But... Just on the off chance that people are not aware, I got Packers shoes on right now. I, I got the Packers stock certificate at home. I'm a Packers guy. So I, I hesitate. It's part of the job. You've got to talk about other teams, especially other teams that other people in the area like. You can't just shoehorn yourself and talk about your favorite team as much as it would be easy. The job would be really easy to do if all I had to talk about were things that I liked and had a great deal of knowledge about. I don't want to dance on the Vikings' grave here, but the absolute worst thing that could have happened, in my opinion, is what happened in that game. They scored first. They scored first, went up 7-0. U.S. Bank sounds absolutely electric. And then what happened next? The Giants marched right back down the field, and the minute that the Giants tied that game at seven. I thought to myself, I was right all week long. I was right. There's no way Minnesota's going to win this game. No way. Justin Jefferson, 33, 34 yards, I believe, on Minnesota's first drive of the game. Finishes with under 60 yards receiving. TJ Hawkinson had a great game, though. For the Vikings, but not enough to overcome what the Giants had in store. 31-24, high-scoring game. That one I did like the total to go over in, if I recall correctly. We got Dallas and Tampa Bay coming up tonight. It is joined in progress after the Cyclone Coaches Corner show. Dallas, the road favorite. Total in that game, 45-and-a-half. If you missed Matt Peralt, He's recommending, and I would recommend this as well. I think this is a solid play. If you take a six, six-and-a-half-point teaser, six should be enough here depending on where you get it. But if you take the total up six points to 51-and-a-half, and then you have the under, under 51-and-a-half, and, and add six points to Tampa, uh, I'm seeing three now. I don't know where that's at most at two and a half, but all of a sudden you've got eight and a half. So the only way that that really gets busted, 
And remember, it's called gambling. If it were anything else, it would be a guarantee and Vegas and the sports books would be out of business. Not every bet hits. Not everything is a winner. This one looks pretty good to me, though. I got to I got to give Matt credit. 51 and a half teaser under Tampa Bay plus eight and a half points. The only way that that thing gets completely broken is if Dallas goes into Raymond James Stadium tonight and looks like a world beater. And the question that I have is, is that possible with Dak Prescott as the quarterback and Mike McCarthy as the head coach? I think I know the answer. 5.36, I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get to the results of the Bet Rivers Blitz this past week and the unofficial results of the Bet Rivers Blitz this past weekend, as well as a little bit of what Fran McCaffrey had to say after Iowa handled Maryland at home. Second home win in a row for the Hawkeyes. They're gearing up to go 3-0 and on this mini homestand. Northwestern coming to town this week. Back with more of the Todd Brommelkamp Show right here on Eastern Iowa's home for ESPN Radio, KGYM after this. It's time for a big board update on KGYM. I'm Spencer Wagon. Tony Perkins scored a career-high 22 points while Chris Murray chipped in 19 as the Iowa men's basketball team won its fourth game in a row, beating Maryland 81-67 at Carver-Hawkeye Arena on Sunday. Hawkeyes remain at home. They'll welcome Northwestern to Iowa City on Wednesday night. On the women's side, Caitlin Clark scored 27 points and dished out 10 assists as the Iowa women crushed Penn State 108-67 on Saturday afternoon in Iowa City. Clark was one of five Hawkeyes that scored in double figures in the win. Iowa heads to Michigan State for action on Wednesday night. In the Big 12, K.J. Adams made the go-ahead basket with 10 seconds left as second-ranked Kansas held off number 14 Iowa State in Lawrence on Saturday afternoon. Gabe Kalsher scored 23 points in the loss for the Cyclones. They'll be hosting Texas tomorrow night in Ames. And in women's basketball, Ashley Jones scored 21 points, but it wasn't enough for the Iowa State women who fell to Texas 68-53 in Austin Sunday afternoon. Cyclone women will host Oklahoma State on Wednesday night. On our airwaves tonight, we have the Cyclone Coaches Corner Show at 6.30, followed by the final game of Wild Card Weekend. It's the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Join coverage in progress of that game at 8 o'clock right here on KGYM. And that's a big board update. I'm Spencer Wagan on the gym. Eastern Iowa weather on the gym. I'm Kaysen Ferris with a check of your weather first forecast. As we head throughout tonight, expect cloudy skies with temperatures that will be dropping down into the lower 30s with strong west winds gusting about 10 to 20 miles per hour. For your Tuesday, cloudy skies are expected to stick around. Temperatures will be cooler than what we saw today with high temperatures reaching up into the upper 30s. As we head towards Tuesday night, expect mostly cloudy skies, low temperatures dropping into the mid-20s. Rain chances arrive as we head towards the afternoon on Wednesday with snow to follow as we head towards Wednesday night. And that's a check of your Iowa's News Now weather forecast. First forecast. It's almost weird how much you have in common and how hard you make each other laugh. After a lifetime of peopling, this one came along and that's it. Game over. Now you just have to find the ring and figure out how to ask. The Dickens family can help. Hertine and Stonker Jewelers has been helping proposers choose engagement rings for 70 years. There isn't a thing about diamonds, settings, styles, or metals they can't tell you. And if you think after thousands of happy couples they're so over it, you would be so wrong. At Hertine and Stonker Jewelers, your engagement is as exciting to them as it is to you. Well, okay, almost. 
It's a great day at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers when they know they've helped someone find the perfect sparkler. And with seven decades of experience, they've got a heck of a track record with getting a yes. So, if proposing is on your mind, see what's sparkling in those famous windows at Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, corner of Dubuque and Washington in downtown Iowa City. Then, step inside and talk to Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of them is always there. Good sportsmanship matters during the game and in life. So Fairfax State Savings Bank and the gym are proud to shine the spotlight on KGYM's community MVP. Recognizing good sports around here and letting you know how to get in the game too. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Cedar Rapids and East Central Iowa and Big Brothers Big Sisters of Johnson County provide children facing adversity with strong and enduring relationships. Bowl for Kids Sake is back and it's their biggest event. Form a team today and Bowl for Kids Sake. Details at KGYMRadio.com. Click on Community MVP. The bank here is now the bank here, here, and here. Fairfax State Savings Bank has a new third location in the heart of Kingston Village in Cedar Rapids. This new location, focused on commercial and private lending, demonstrates Fairfax State Savings Bank's dedication to growing alongside you in the corridor. Fairfax State Savings Bank in Fairfax, Amana, and now by appointment for commercial and private lending in Cedar Rapids at their new Kingston office. Fairfax State Savings Bank. Visit thebankhere.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Just when it feels like smooth sailing, your IT person leaves and rocks your entire business boat. Network overboard! Now who's going to captain your IT ship? Network Computer Solutions. They're ready to hop on board and keep you on course. Whether you're a tiny rowboat or a giant ocean liner, Network Computer Solutions will keep your business cruising along with pricing options that won't make you feel anchored down. Network Computer Solutions is your IT safe harbor. Meet them now at ncsei.com. Emil's Hideaway is the place to get together. Stop in for a drink and some chow with your buddies. Emil's opens every day at 4. If you're hanging out at home instead, order pickup and delivery at emilshideaway.com. Emil's Hideaway, a great place to meet up with friends. The Vikings did not get a chance to get to this while we were talking about Daniel Jones. Vikings made playoff history in that loss to the Giants. They became the first team in NFL history to allow a quarterback in the postseason to throw for 300-plus yards, two or more passing touchdowns, while also rushing for 70 yards. If I'm Ed Donatel, the defensive coordinator for the Vikings, I certainly hope that I rent and do not own property in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. Todd Bromelkamp's show is rounding into the home stretch here on a Monday. We've got the Cyclone Coaches Corner show coming up at 6.30 on the Cyclone Radio Network. John Walter's along with a cast of friends in Ames, and then we will join in progress tonight at 8 o'clock, Tampa Bay and Dallas. I'm getting even more nervous about I don't have any more selections to use in the uh, Bet Rivers Blitz contest that I am in. And by the way, thank you not only to our friends at Bet Rivers, but also Wild Rose Casino and Resort, and particularly Travis 
in Jefferson. I always love being a part of these contests. They're fun. They're with a lot of guys that I know here in the state of Iowa, mostly radio guys, uh, as I mentioned, some high-profile Twitter personalities as well. I'm getting nervous because I'm seeing even Cowboys fans saying, you've got Michael in Cedar Rapids, I'm a lifelong Cowboys fan. I wouldn't put your money on them tonight. I haven't heard. I don't think. I'll have to go through the texts. I'll look a little closer. I don't see anybody picking the Cowboys to win this game tonight. I, I mean, yeah, I get it. Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy don't exactly inspire a ton of confidence. But I always get nervous when everybody is on the same side. 319-366-1600. Green Bay, Dustin, yes, I did see the story about the better at DraftKings who wagered $1.4 million on the Chargers to win. I believe this was placed when they were up 27 to nothing because the payout, he wagered basically, what, 100 to 1? $1.4 million to win $11,000. That is not a good return. Now, if you're worried about that particular individual, I wouldn't be. You're talking either a consortium, a group of bettors, or you're talking about somebody who $1.4 million to them is, is not a whole lot. of My mind immediately goes to somebody like Floyd Mayweather or somebody who's just, they got more money than they know what to do with. That's not something that I think should be I don't think that's something that books should be promoting because I think it it underscores a lot of people's criticism of legalized sports betting, the the unseemly side of look at this person just lost $1.4 million. My hope is that it's somebody that could afford to lose $1.4 million. It's, Joe Schmo is not sitting around with that type of money in their online account. Okay, at least I hope that's not the case. I don't know a whole lot about banks and credit unions, but $1.4 million in like an 18-month CD, that's got to return more than 11K, right? I don't know. 319-366-1600. I wanted to get to Iowa and Maryland. Didn't get a chance to talk a whole lot of college basketball here on the program as it takes a backseat to a, an exciting NFL weekend in the postseason. But Iowa and Fran McCaffrey picking up a victory against Maryland yesterday afternoon at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Already have people digging up tweets from after the Eastern Illinois game, after the Hawkeyes lost back-to-back games in that stretch where all of a sudden they're 0-3 in Big Ten play. And, yeah, I said it. I said I felt this team was going to be in trouble because they looked like it at that point in time. They looked listless. They looked disinterested. And they lost to Eastern Illinois. You can't just look past that type of loss. But they've turned things around. And again, as I I got to take my own advice sometimes because I say this on the on the air a lot. There's a lot of basketball left to be played. And we're talking college basketball right now, and 
bracketology and all of that garbage, and I'm guilty of it as well. It's January 16th. You got a month and a half left in the regular season. A lot can change. You can have winning streaks, losing streaks, guys get injured, guys come back. But sometimes you got to remember, take your own advice. I thought this team was in trouble. They have played some pretty decent basketball, especially when you take into account that Patrick McCaffrey has been sidelined. Now, again, maybe he's back Wednesday against Northwestern. That's what was said on the Hawkeye Radio Network. Iowa has clarified by saying that there's no official announcement or decision made just yet. We'll find out. If he comes back, Patrick McCaffrey comes back on Wednesday and gives the Hawkeyes another key weapon. They seem to be rounding into form, and Maryland was just no match for the Hawkeyes. Even though, if you were watching that game yesterday, you know the first half was difficult for the Hawkeyes when it comes to foul trouble, both Chris Murray and Philip Robracha getting into early foul trouble. I thought they really fought in that stretch. We, you know, we're, I think we had five guards out there. and They play four, typically. So, you know, you have to react to all the different things they do defensively. So it, it's good to have guards out there. They're going to switch. They're going to be in the 2-3 zone. It goes to man. They're going to be 2-2-1. Two, two, they're going to come in face guard and trap you at the 10-second line. So the more guards you have out there, the better off you are against that stuff. But it's the other end, defense and rebounding, where it's nice to have another bigger guy. But our guys really, I mean, we out-rebounded them, and they really fought on the glass. You know, you, you look at a number of different guys that had multiple rebounds. You know, start with Peyton, Peyton has seven. You know, a bunch of guys with four. So that's what you need. Iowa winning its fourth straight game, fourth straight Big Ten game, four Hawkeyes in double figures, led by 22 from Tony Perkins. Well, it's a good game for Tony. There's more space for him. And, you know, he has an aggressive mindset, and that's what you want. So if they're switching, there's more space. And if they're pressing, there's more space. And he just he just went after it and did a great job finishing, hit his pull-up jumper. Just really proud of him uh, with that mindset. You know, because coming down the stretch the other night, I went with the other group. I had a group that was cooking, and Tony and Aaron really didn't get back in. I said, look, you're our, you're our guys. Just, just be ready for the next one. It was one of those games. Those guys played great. Be ready to step up. They did, both of them. I thought Aaron was terrific. Northwestern comes to Carver Hawkeye Arena Wednesday night, 8.07 tip-off time for that game in the third and final home game for the Hawkeyes in a mini home stretch, which has seen them rack up back-to-back victories, and then you throw in victories on the road uh, as well. Uh, Hawkeyes playing some really good basketball right now, stringing together wins over Indiana, Rutgers, Michigan, and yesterday afternoon, the Maryland Terrapins. 319-366-1600. Thanks once again to Spencer. Gets the audio ready for Spencer on sports every day from 2 until 3 right here on KGYM, leading off local programming. Uh, it was Fran McCaffrey at Carver Hawkeye Arena yesterday after Iowa's win over Maryland. Iowa State mentioned falling 62-60 to Kansas, one of 11 top 25 teams to lose on Saturday. It doesn't get any easier for the Cyclones, but they do get to come home 
to take on Texas tomorrow night. We'll have John Walter's call of that. 7 o'clock is tip-off time at Hilton Coliseum, a sold-out Hilton Coliseum. That means a 6 o'clock pregame. So tomorrow night, I sign off. We flip the switch. We're on the Cyclone Radio Network. 5.51, step aside for just 60 seconds. When I come back, wrap things up here with some final thoughts on tonight's Tampa Bay-Dallas game before we send you off to the Cyclone Coaches Corner Show at 6.30. Give me 60 seconds. We'll finish up strong here on a Monday night. Working out has been proven to increase your self-esteem, help with depression, anxiety, and stress. At the MAC, we care about you as a person. That's why we have personal trainers you can connect with, group exercise classes so you don't feel alone, saunas to help you relax, and many more amenities. This year, I'm doing it for me. This year, I'm joining the MAC for me. To see everything the MAC has to offer, go to jointhe-mac.com. That's jointhe-mac.com. Add style to your bathroom with a Kohler Elate Sliding Shower Door at Menards. The frameless design emphasizes its tempered glass to create a sleek, minimalist look. The Kohler Elate Sliding Shower Door is available in different finishes and features clean coat technology, which creates a barrier between the water and the glass to help keep the door looking like new. Save big money on Kohler Shower Doors, now at Menards. Savings good through January 22nd. Save big money at Get ready to wrap things up here on a Monday night at 5.52. Just a couple minutes to go. Mention that we will join the Tampa-Dallas game in progress tonight around 8 o'clock. Isaac is with me here in the studio. I said earlier I was going to get you in here. I wanted to get you in earlier, and then things sort of got going. They got away from me. You'll find out that that's what happens when you work with me. Who you got tonight? I Dallas think, or Tampa? I think I have emotionally scarred been emotionally scarred by Tom Brady growing up in this Tom Brady era so it's hard for me to not pick Tom Brady in any sort of playoff scenario even if he is the underdog again I know you've been saying all day that you haven't noticed a ton of people picking the uh, Cowboys at all but technically on the betting side he is still technically an underdog all right you are uh, like me you are a Packers fan correct yes okay We've had some run-ins with Tom Brady. It hasn't been that bad. Well, I'm not not me. Just as a football fan in general, for the past my life, um, I'm 22. So my life, it's been Tom Brady winning. It seems like from the entirety from start to finish so far. So I just don't see it changing yet. Um, or at least I've just seen it so many times that things just go his way, and the Bucks are getting healthy. Um, center, you know, obviously that's a big point of emphasis on whether or not um, Ryan Jensen will be back because as the groundwork has been laid that you pressure Brady through the middle, he can't or struggles more than when you don't get that. So if Ryan Jensen or if the center play is better, it's it just seems like things are turning for the Bucks way and going against the Dallas right now. Yeah, I mean he's an old man like like me. You see how how much effort it takes me to leave the studio on any given night if he doesn't get protection. And Ryan Jensen, look, you can talk about a great addition. You can be on the IR all season long and then get activated in time for the playoffs. It's a pretty good. It's almost like a free agent signing 
a couple hours before the game gets underway. So you you're joining the chorus. You got Tampa tonight. Yeah, it just. I don't know. Again, things just seem to go Tom Brady's way when it it's crunch time, and I think today will be no different. I think probably somewhere around like 24, 21 maybe, Bucks. Oh, you're putting a score on it. I like this. I, I could okay. see him. I could see, like you said, a close game for the Bucks. I could see final drive, a field uh, goal kick. Classic the, Brady. Okay, classic Brady. <laughs> Isaac says classic Brady. We'll see what happens here. Final couple minutes here. Thank you, Isaac. We'll get you on the air more here in the coming weeks and months to come. 89.98, are you coming to me like the Godfather? Are you asking me to do you a favor? He is sharing, he or she, sharing a bet slip. This is a parlay at Elite. Who do we, we got here? We had San Francisco minus 9.5 over the Seahawks. They covered that 41-23 final score. They took the points with the Giants, plus three. Giants won outright, took the points with the Jaguars. See, 89-98, I know you are a listener to the program because you're talking about giving the kiss of death here tonight. You you could have juiced this parlay a little bit better. If you would have listened to me and taken the Giants and the Jaguars on the money line, You'd, your payout would be even a little bit better here, but that's okay. I I, uh, I understand what you're doing here. Ravens plus nine. In hindsight, that was that was a gift. Cincinnati wins 24-17. Somebody wants me to give the Dallas Cowboys the kiss of death because to round out the parlay, to turn $10 into $233.53, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus two and a half. So you want me to go against what I've said all show long to win. So, see, kiss of death hasn't been working out all that well because the last couple times that I have given the actual kiss of death, I've been right. So I'm going to do this. 89.98, I'm going to leave this in the hands of of the gambling gods. I am I'm going to step aside. I'm not going to cast any spells on this. You are on your own. Offered a cash out right now of $104.69. That's 10 times the initial bet. Good luck. I think Tampa Bay wins. Talk with you tomorrow.